0: All right we're going to conclude the conversation around Perikkovkes. so last week we talked about the different cheitas in the last week we did the Aagitita Perka, the Pene Saska's position, and the attempt of elevating extraneous inappropriate thought. Now the piece we're going to learn today is from emik Tfila is one year's worth of divrit that Torah that were salvaged from the Chikas of Tirus. Everything else was burnt in a fire by Ramatullah. He had numerous svarim and He was working on putting together safer from his grandfather. His grandfather was Rebiyanki of Chakas, was a son of Mordechai of Chernobyl, and was married to... Sterna Rochel, who was the daughter of the Mittler Rebbe of Lubavitch. (coughs) And he ate kest by his father-in-law and by the Rebbe by the Baltanya, and was heavily, heavily influenced by Chabad philosophy, to the point where when he came back to Chernobyl, he could no longer integrate Hmm. back into the life. They called him the Chabatzke, and he went off on his own and opened his own court Mm -hmm. during his father's lifetime. Right, in Cherkas. And when the Swarm got burnt, Rumot held himself responsible for not getting it done quickly enough, immediately set out to print this one year <coughs> worth of the return from his grandfather. So this is from Parsha's boy. In this print it's on Daflamid Dalit, and we will see how he deals with this controversy from a fusion of Chernobyl, where, as we discussed last week, the Moranayim is a big believer in elevating thought, in looking to the source of thought, and finding its common, if it's a love thought, then go to the source of love, and so on, to the Baltania's position in Perikov where he said you shouldn't be a shite be to get involved. So now we're going to see the fusion of these two philosophies. Why did Hashem, Moshe, Boil, Pharaoh, Kianich, Badatias, Libav, Islev, Avoldav? Hashem says to Moshe, "Come to the Pharaoh, because I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants. Leman Shisi Oisaisai Ele Bikirboi, in order that I can place these miracles in his midst. Uleman Tisape Ba'oznei Binchu Ben Binchu Asher Hissalalti B'Mitzrayim, in order that you will tell into the ears of your children and grandchildren that which I toyed with the Egyptians." So the Zoyer asks the classic question, my boil pare. Why does it say come to Pare? mi it should say not come to the Pharaoh, but go to the Pharaoh. We need to understand how this Torah, this section teaches us a method of serving Hashem, Da because we know that Torah has to be eternal. It's not a history book. And therefore, it has to be guiding us during every time. This is such a gorgeous, you'll see the gorgeous interpretation to Moshe Rabbeinu's response to the Pharaoh. Where he says, "Binurenu v'iskeneenu nelech," we will go with our youth and with our elders. Bibaneenu <laughs> ubnaseenu with our sons and with our daughters. Bitzayneenu uvivkarenu nelech. We'll go with our sheep and our cattle. Deleinian makshiv beis pumim nelech. Why does he keep on saying nelech nelech? V'nucholeyma alzeladerek. Here we go. Deine anurayim. This is written what a uh, hundred fifty years ago, maybe more. Nothing's changed. Behold, we see. Every time a person gets up to learn or to daven. He is overcome with, bombarded with thoughts. That confuse his mind and his thoughts. The ultimate result of all of this confusion is that the person's davening is lip service. It's from the lips and outward, in contrast to the lips and inward. Right? Vyesh leitim to and the person has a stuffed up heart. She'ain advarim yoitzin kadalibo. That the words of davening are not able to come out from the depth of one's heart. And the result of that is, umize From that a person can come, heaven forfend, to. Lide atzlus vikavdus to lethargy and heaviness b'chol and all of his yiddishkeit b'toirah. Whether we're talking about the study of Torah or the performance of mitzvahs. And the reason we, we get tired and lazy and depressed and lethargic about it is because, we know that our mitzvahs have no life, there's no excitement. So our Yiddishkeit becomes burdensome. I find this so encouraging that this was going on already for two hundred years. I'm not the first person that's feeling this. <laughs> it's so wonderful. This is this is an ongoing malaise that has been plaguing Jews for hundreds of years. It's mamash a description of, of our lives. It's it's without geschmack. <laughs> Is it saying the Kvedus is from the or Yes. The fact that we're not davening. No, no, the Kavadus is because it's it's lackluster, it's without geschmack, and therefore, what's the point? It's going from the lips out to the lips. Oh, he says it. Rak ko'il. It becomes a burden. It becomes burdensome, and the famous quote of habit, otherwise known in modern terms as FFB syndrome. I'm from, because I was born that way. But in truth, you got to know that even in this um, lack of Geshmak, there is concealed heavenly kindness. How? There are two paths to follow. One is Chernobyl. The other is Chabad. <laughs> Seriously, you'll see. And that's it. For the person who has cleansed themselves, they've uplifted their physicality, the and they have broken their physical appetite, and they've rectified all of their flaws. That kind of guy. If they falls into his mind all the sudden thoughts that are now coming to confuse him while he's trying to get up and davin. he must know that those thoughts are coming to him as the Balshemah Kodesh taught, or quoted last week by the Degel Machnafraim. Those are the thoughts that require elevation. Ve teaches the Baal Kodesh that those thoughts are coming from worlds that have been destroyed. Ve kralioson, and how does one elevate them? Remember last week we talked about that there are combinations of letters of Shemis with, Agdoshem with a segol and with a tsere with various vowels. Hamodem all of those various shames speak about the source <coughs> of that thought we gotta analyze which attribute is this coming from as we have been taught in this method this is what the da Fraim said last week was the great light illuminated by the Balshemtoh uh, that thoughts every thought has it in it a spark of kedusha it's a world unto itself that must be elevated. But we're holding here with, with guys who are at a certain level. <laughs> But all that this only pertains to a person who is at a certain level. This is a person who's already sanctified and hallowed himself and has gotten rid of all physical appetites and desires. That's how he is interpreting the words of the Balshem. Balshem didn't say that. It's quoted by the Degel in the name of the Balshem, but the Degel didn't qualify it. He's coming along and saying that the Baal when he addressed this issue, was talking to people of that station. Okay. But if somebody is still entrenched in their crassness, and he's not yet cleansed the paths of his heart, of his physical desires. And for sure, a person, this is the first time we're being introduced to this concept. For sure, a person who is being, who has not yet rectified his Tivus of his youth, referring to referring to those who have um, compromised with the spilling of semen. So if a person has not yet rectified what he's done, the result of that will be, even in his old age, The result of this pigam is that there is a disconnect between one's thought and one's speech. So if that's where a person's at, and then they are experiencing machshavahs that are attacking them when they get up to Daven, That kind of person, That guy has no business getting involved in trying to elevate fallen thoughts. And he uses perfect logic. Same logic that the others use that we studied. Since he has not yet rectified himself, how could he possibly hope to, if you're broken yourself, you can't fix anybody else. And worse than that, if he will dabble with this stuff, it's entirely possible that the person will fall to even worse places than he was before he started this process. Because the person <laughs> is going to begin to follow the path of the thoughts where the thoughts themselves are going to drag the person further into the mud. Is this dafka by Zeril of No. He said that the, one of the side effects of Zeril no, is saying. going to be that a person is going to have difficulty connecting. Here he's talking about Bechlal, a person who's Meshukah Begashmias. In some way or other. Will ultimately fall deeper if he pursues the source of the thought. So what are you supposed to do? al says the Chikasa's head. Wait, I'm still not clear. What are saying? I, I mean, One of the two. The guy is a, Either a or. A mm-hmm. Tivis. I don't any know if is a okay, I know. Tivis. Tivis. Tivis, of any sort. Right. Except for if his taiva is to connect to God, then he's okay. So, what's the solution for those of us who this speaks to? The only solution is get rid of the thought completely and totally. As is brought in the Zaydah Sefer and Tanya. How do you get rid of it? Practical. How do you get rid of the thought? The main way is the person should remember is by a person remembering that these thoughts stem from his own internal desires. The Nasu mesach and they become a curtain, a barrier, Libli Ychnais Pinima, that's stopping him from entering internally El El Kodesh, into the holy chamber. What holy chamber? Listen to what he says. Which holy chamber Are his flaws and his own corrupt actions stopping him from entering? (laughs) His thoughts are acting as a barrier to prevent him from entering the chamber of the letters that are emanating from his own mouth. Each of those letters is a chamber. And his own thoughts become a barrier that are preventing him from entering that chamber. Hey Moises, I'll tell you about it. These are the letters of his uh, davening and his learning. Mm-hmm. In, wherein these letters, there is contained in them mm-hmm. the infinite light of Akudesh Baruch. Hu. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not saying anything that doesn't say clearly in the Torah. The Torah says, <laughs> Your own sins are the barrier between you and Hashem. How does that help you get rid of the thought? When a person says, hey, what's what's stopping me from entering this chamber? My own actions. The person will have a broken heart. The person will say, this is so pathetic. I can't even focus on the words that are coming out of my own mouth. That will cause the person to regret their actions. That he did. And the person will accept upon themselves from this day forward to do that which is right. Look at this line. Guarantee. With a broken heart, the person will be able to easily get all of these extraneous thoughts to leave him alone. So I mean, no, to correct. Why? Because in his tshuva, he got rid of the curtain. He got rid of the barrier. Ayelet Shviras Libay threw his broken heart. that he regretted his actions. v'im Now here he's going to talk about how this too elevates the thought. V'im kain. The very fact that these thoughts came, which we thought was a terrible curse. It's not allowing me to dive in. These very thoughts, this very fact, that these thoughts came to confuse him. chesed <laughs> is the kindness from a Kedosh Baruch Hu. <laughs> they came to remind him about all the things that he did in the past. She attacked and he should rectify them. And he should do a complete return. Whether we're talking about the person who is able to pierce and recognize the sparks of kedusha and go to the source of the thought and elevate it. Or it's the person who just says, wow, this was a very tough love reminder from God that I need to do tshuva. All of this is the level of das. He recognizes within himself where he's at in life, and the hour that he's in. Whether we're talking about elevating, or we're talking about a person who's not being let in because of his own actions, the person believes with a complete trust, that in everything, even in this contaminated thought, there is a spark of godliness, and he recognizes even in these horrible thoughts, that are not letting me dive in, contained therein is chesed is the kindness of Hashem whether we're talking about those people whether we're talking about those very few remainder, those holy people who are able to elevate whether we're talking about all of us because it's coming to remind us to regret our actions both of them contain Chesed Hashem with this, we can now explain as follows. What's pare? Pare means revelation. Shubkin is his adiba. Pare is. What, what is pare? Pare is revelation. What? What is speech? Speech is that which is supposed to reveal what's going on in our heads. Right? If you think about any other form of speech aside from davening, we're revealing what we're thinking. Davening is we're revealing what we're not thinking. But every other form of speech is revealing what's going on inside of our heads, right? It's therefore, it's called Paray, to reveal. Shubchides is des adibur says, Paray, Yehi chein Hashem imochem, Kasha ashalach eschem estapchem, tapchem l'chunah gvarim. Paray comes to Moshe and says, hey, God should be with you like I'm going to send all of you. No, just the gvarim should go. Who are the gvarim? Hayinu <speaking> shebezoif in Shadayin leitikim b'chin estapchem. That means those who have not yet rectified the actions of their youth. Those who have corrupted with the sin of youthfulness. That person has clearly not cleansed himself. And therefore, That person does not have the ability to speak words from the depth of his heart because he's clearly going to be bombarded by Thoughts that are inappropriate. Therefore, he says, hagvarim." Who is appropriate? Who can dabble? Who can get anything out of words of tefillah? Only those people who are mighty warriors to the and yireh Hashem. Those God-fearing pers- people those people have completely overcome their evil inclination those are the people who or people who have already overcome and they've already rectified the harm that they've done those people those are good those, those are the Jews you know you look up to the east wall the people standing up front the pious people who cry by David, those are the ones that let them down I'm gonna I got better things to do with my time because I can't accomplish anything with my davening anyway. Something like the Pasek Baruch HaGever, Shei Yiftach B'Hashem. Yeah, Gever, from Lashen Gibor. <laughs> hey, Those are people who can daven appropriately by connecting their speech to their thoughts. Not so comes says, Nothing doing. it. so. We are going to approach God with our youth and with our elders. <speaking in Hebrew> Even those of us who have not yet taken care of the mistakes. And because of that, the person's thoughts are bombarded even when he's an old man. We are going to daven even with those people who are constantly bombarded with extraneous thoughts. How? Ah, you can't focus. Because the person recognizes, oh, am I pathetic? I can't get up and daven. That brings the person to regret and a broken heart. That person who has already rectified his character. That person has the ability indeed to elevate the thought to its source. They are, in a general way, the four main attributes which are chesed, b'vura, Tiferes, and then malchus. nelech. Those are these four midas. Of course, just to throw in something to confuse us, lest we thought we knew what we were talking about. midas. This speaks to these four attributes of chesed, k'vura, Tiferes, malchus. Shebahem With these attributes, we will go to elevate the thoughts. The Shoydash Sharsha to the root of its root. That's all this concept of Das that we were talking about. Now, take that a step further. Next paragraph. Now we understand why it says Boyal Pare instead of Lech Al Pare. I know Shabchin Das. This concept of Das that we were just speaking about that speaks to both of these approaches, whether the person is a person who has rectified yet, or a person who has yet to rectify. <clears throat> you, both of them need to come in <clears throat> to Debur. Villeda <clears> to <throat> Guys, who is stopping you from Davani? It is I Hashem, I'm the one who's hardening your heart. Guys, who is the one who's machbed leiv? It's Hashem. You know why everything is so heavy and so difficult? Because we feel like our Avada is worthless, because we're always distracted. We can't do anything right. We must know with Our integration, even our distractions, are an act of chesed from Hashem. There could be two reasons for this. Gorgeous interpretation in the pasuk. The first reason is in order that it will place these signs or are letters. Within him, meaning <laughs> the person who is an elevated, gifted person, <laughs> and the person that elevated person knows how to rectify these thoughts. <laughs> and he knows how to combine the letters to turn them into God's names. That's the exalted level, the abeis. <laughs> but there's another level, and that is the mount esape baznei bin binchu ben asher in order that you will repeat in the ears of your children and your grandchildren that which I toyed with the Egyptians. to Saper which is the mitzvah that we do Pesach night, Huloshin bihirus. It means Safir is a sapphire to clarify, to crystallize. Bincho, b'chines That is the concept of understanding which leads to tshuva. There are two levels in that itself. There's bincha and there's ben bincha. Even if we are of the people that don't know how to rectify thoughts, then what's the purpose in not allowing the person to focus by davening? The purpose is tshuva the fact that it will lead a person to a broken heart. Mm -hmm. The purpose, the reason that Hashem makes it such that the person can't focus is in order that we will come to repent. The person will go back and rectify and cleanse his flaws. From whence come all of these thoughts. It goes back to one's youth and the concept of the nakedness of the earth. The cause of all of this harm was the fact that the person created flaws with his own errors with his own sins but now that he can't get up and daven properly it will remind him of his sins the person will be able to have regret from the depth of his heart and he'll accept it upon himself from now to renew himself for the good that's why he continues Continues the pasuk. Like, this month shall be for you a new month. Reish Chadashim Pchina of the Reish means that we can always start again. That's why Jews count by the moon, because we always have new beginnings. Me'Ata. <speaking in Hebrew> that is a person who accepts upon himself from this day forward to renew himself like a new person. <speaking in Hebrew> And he regrets the past. The result of that will be that the person will come from that point to, as the result says, Pesach is made up of two words. Pe, the mouth, Sach, speaks. That he will be able to speak words by connecting his mind to his heart. Risha nu lochem lochachi is the first of all the months of the year. Shadav is a noyk bechla It doesn't make a difference when in the year this is. Risha Sadvaram mibchinis tshuva. The main thing is to know that at all times we can do tshuva. Mashem echadesh atzmai mikoil, vikoil, the fact that we can renew ourselves every day. Amnam. However, this refers to a person who has entrenched himself already in desire, and he has corrupted himself, That person has to know that even despite his past faults, he can renew himself totally anew. But how? What's the solution? To save oneself from falling back into the same exact trap. So he gives a practical Eitzah. <laughs> comes the Apostle and says, Sanctify for me the firstborn. <laughs> the solution is to sanctify the first thought. <laughs> practical answer here, guys the first thought when we get out of bed is that the person should contemplate <laughs> that Hashem in his goodness renews each and every day creation anew and and at every moment he creates me anew also when the person wakes up a moment ago, I was a dead body. Anybody who's ever seen me sleep knows that that's true. Why did he give me back my neshama? He gave me back my neshama so that through returning the neshama to my body, I will bring about a sanctification of his name. To give me the ability to go back and rectify what I have corrupted ever since the days of Odom Rishon. <laughs> By starting out the day that way, <laughs> he will be careful all day long, <laughs> that his actions will be consistent with that first thought. <laughs> that what will the result of that will be, whether the times that he's on the level of Adam, of being a human, or even when he's doing animalistic things. It'll always be lihu. It'll always be consistent with the will of Hashem. What does that mean? Adam, whether the person is doing Torah, tvilah okay. those kinds of things that are uniquely human. Or the things that we do which are similar to the animal kingdom. To, as, as a behemoth doing it as a match. Lihu, he'll be doing it for the sake of kodesh Baruch <coughs> Um i just finish because on the, the last line there's a go- another gorgeous tige. <speaking in Hebrew> that No matter what the person is doing, he will be bringing about the revelation of Hashem's glory. <speaking in Hebrew> and by doing so, meaning that a person pays attention as soon as he wakes up. Take as soon as he gets out of bed. To accept upon himself this consciousness. Why did Hashem give me back my neshama? Why did he give me another chance? So that today I can bring about the revelation of Hashem's covert. Take of He will be gifted with a heavenly assistance the person will be given the ability to be able to speak words without being bombarded with extraneous thought the modern bracha says that a person should daven that his davening should be close to his bed the The Salmuch here doesn't mean it should be close to, but it should be dependent upon. It's going to be dependent upon what was the person thinking about as soon as he woke up. That will help the person have a pure davening. Assist us to serve him with a pure thought.